This is the NGO podcast coming from NGO.co.uk. In the previous episode, you heard the song Give Me My VAT Receipt and I'll Rock and Roll. We're here with the band NGO members, uh, Jame and Nex. Hello. How are you doing? And we're going to find a little bit more about the song. Uh, so, guys, uh, who wrote the song? Uh, I did, uh, Nex. Um, I wrote it in 2002 on uh, a weekend away with uh, some uh, Christian folks. So, uh, why was the song written and uh, what's it about? Um, it was written because there was um, there was a girl at the weekend uh, that uh, I did not mesh with very well, and she didn't uh, really mesh with me. Um, uh, she made uh, one particularly nasty comment, if I recall, about me not being a true Christian because I hadn't been baptised, um, which I think particularly annoyed me because I belong to the Church of Scotland where you get christened when you're young, you, you don't get baptised, so... That in itself didn't seem to really make sense, but um, I think that, and then some some other similar experience I'd had in the past um, about with them um, other a relatively small number of other Christians, um, right? I sometimes felt that they kind of came across as a bit judgmental, which is definitely a quality that I think uh, Christians should not possess. And um, from that, uh, I then wrote a song about judgmental Christians and sort of became one because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you write, write a song about them, you're kind of just becoming one. But um, I think most people don't really get that that's what the song's about. It's 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 hard to to pick that out because the, the song's true meaning is hidden by many layers of metaphor. And the song comes across as really simple and about something completely different. And actually, it took such a long time to write the, the lyrics though to get it to have that feel to it. So uh, this was your first song to record. Did you uh, find it a challenge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was horrible actually. We thought it was going to be really good fun, and then um, the, the more we went on, the more we realised that we didn't know anything at all about how to record no. stuff. I'd been we're we have no professional experience in recording, and we had to do it on the cheap because we didn't have any money. And um, I'd been recording things on and off over the years, and been learning little things just through trial and error. And um, I think we we had done one previous studio test for some. There's a song called Tribal Dance that was actually rotten, but mm. we thought it sounded quite pro, and we were like, oh, maybe, maybe we could actually sit down and get a pro kind of recording out of this. And um, So we had a go, and um, the only thing I can really say is that the trick to it seems to be to assume that whatever you've done is really bad, <laughs> and then always look at it that way and try and think how you can improve it. But um, we, I think we recorded for a, a solid five, five days, was it? Or? Is it as much as that in the song? I think it was a solid five days of trying things out and failing and trying again and mm-hmm. lots of fighting <laughs> lots, lots of uh, horrible moments and um but when it was all done we were uh so pleased as i recall we just thought we were the we were the best thing in the world you were so chuffed actually uh, i think partly because you thought it sounded good but yeah. also because we'd finished it yeah <laughs> um, yeah we can go on to another song yeah because things was, uh, after five days you're completely sick of hearing it oh and man it's, it's not even that a particularly complex song to play it's, it's a handful <sighs> of chords so really there's only so much you can do before you you do start getting bored and you, you, you kind of want it to be over absolutely and we, i really hated the song by then but it was we i think we were i was really pleased at how it sounded we, we did think it sounded like a professional recording mm-hmm. we so don't know i mean we listen to it now and just think it's the worst recording by a long way that we've done but i, I can actually barely stand to listen to the song now to be honest <laughs>
But at the time, it was the most complicated thing we'd done, and we were we were chuffed that we got oh, something yeah. sort of listenable. Out it was of it. a huge, huge step forward for us, mm. and it gave us the confidence to realise we could at least do stuff like that. And I mean, the last electric song we did, um, we did it in a day, basically. Yeah. And we hadn't even finished writing it that day. Yep. You know, we we <laughs> the, the speed that we went, you know, comparatively was so much quicker just because we yeah. managed to with that one song we managed to dispense with a lot of our, our mistakes and. Uh, I think the other thing is, was we are better musicians musicians now than we well, were. Well, that's true as well. Yeah, we don't need as many takes to no. do the. I think the a, lot, a lot of it was like you know. <laughs> On our like twelfth take, we'd finally get a guitar part that would kind of be okay enough to, to leave in. It was sort of in time, yeah. ish. Oh, that's right. Because it was things like that we got. We didn't know how to get right. Like we were, we had to do it in multi-track, which means you record just one part at a time, and then you you, you put them all together in a computer. And uh, we had no idea how to get the timing right for that, and everything was just totally off. And <laughs> it's horrible. I think we, I think after the first two days, we had to scrap a lot of it and start again. It's horrible. Mm, I think we did actually. Yeah. Mm. So you've kind of indicated a little bit, but are you happy with how it's turned out? Um, happy enough to release it, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's not seen a huge amount, mind you. No, uh, well, it's not have anything else release. Uh, <laughs> would, would we? Would we do it again if we had? If we had two days where we could just like, um, we don't have any other commitments, we could sit down and, and do it again, have another shot. Would Would we do it? I, you know, I, I have two issues with the song, and one of them is actually, see, truth be told, I actually don't think I like the song that much anymore. Because it was supposed to be written in a really um, cheesy uh, style on purpose um, to come across as a kind of cheesy rock punk song thing. And I don't think people get that. I think people think it is just a cheesy rock punk song. And (laughs) obviously because of the irony of it being about judgmental people and all this, it was supposed to be this kind of, you know, uh, it's supposed to be ironic that the song is about this and that thus that means the person's ironic. And it was all supposed to be this cheesy, this guy doesn't get it kind of atmosphere. because in truth, I mean, a lot of the song, it wasn't just about the fact that these people had been judgmental. It was about the fact that I was being judgmental about them being judgmental. So it was about the fact that, you know, I was kind of, I actually wasn't getting my own point. And because that was like, that's why I kind of wanted to do it in this kind of cheesy style. But it doesn't come across that way. I think people just think it's just a cheesy yeah. song. But the other thing is, the truth be told, actually, out of the recording part of it, the only thing I still don't like is the drums. I actually don't mind the recording that much. I think we did okay with it, but yeah. But the, the drums were, I mean, that's like, the same for that whole EP. The drums were a really, really difficult yeah. thing to get. We don't have a drummer, by the way, guys. We um, experiment with various different things and drum machines and mm-hmm. uh, ways of making sounds. Um, yeah, there's only there's only two of us in the band. So. Yeah, we, we've not used any real percussion ever, apart from one song where somebody's clapping, and the bit at the start of, of that receipt where you hit some uh, drumsticks together. Yeah, we have some real uh, the the first one, two, three for the. That's actually real drumsticks that I'm hitting together. And, and apart from that, it's all it's all on computers. Yeah. It's all uh, <laughs> poor efforts at making something work. Yeah. So how does recording on a computer differ from using real instruments? Um, arguably, you could say it's easier. Um, arguably, you could say it's harder. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we did uh, go into a studio briefly. Um, we've been in a couple of times. We we had we had. I think we've. I remember two. Sessions. In fact, no, I remember th- we've had three sessions in like re- rehearsal studios, and one of them mm-hmm. we did try and get you know a, a sort of a distant friend to record some stuff for us. And to us, none, none of them really went that well, I think, because we weren't that good musically. We didn't really know what we were doing with the equipment. No. We didn't have a lot where we could put uh, put stuff down, and also we didn't have a drummer. Um, so it was really just the two of us trying to make a noise together, which is yeah. awfully difficult to do. I, I, one of the things I I have problems with with uh, working with producers or sound engineers is. 
that you, you kind of feel like you're wasting time trying to get them to carry out your vision of what the song should sound like. Mm-hmm. And if you can just do it yourself on a computer, then at least you know what you're going for. Yeah. And I, I asked one of the best things about me and Jamie is that we're quite in tune with what we, you know, we both mean, what we both want. So we, we don't really have that many problems about that. Or at least it's very easy for, easy for us to describe to each other what we're going for and then we can just go with it. Which largely came out of the recording of this song because yeah, by absolutely. the end of it, we, we were so hacked off. We, we kind of yeah. had figured out, well, the only way that this is ever going to work is if we are very upfront and uh, yeah. and honest with each other. Um, and we, we also developed a sort of a veto thing where um, whoever had, I mean, we, we, we write, songs sort of with each other you know we, we work in each other's songs but there's always one of us who brings it to the, the photos that we are and this one was one of X's. so um it was basically we, we kind of made up the rule like well we, we can do whatever we want but at the end of the day whoever originally came up with the song has the final the final ballot on it yeah that's worked quite well for us it, it did yeah and it's fair as well yeah but computers i mean the thing the thing if you go into a studio and you get a good sound engineer which frankly we've never had but if you went in with a really good sound engineer and really good a really good studio that actually takes a lot of the work out from us mm-hmm. um and you could say well that's a that's maybe a good thing because we don't really know what we're doing but um it kind of it means that the sound producer or whoever has quite a lot of control over how the final um, song sounds and uh, we've never quite liked losing that amount of control but at the same point it's much harder for us to do the same thing in a computer because in a sound studio you can write multiple parts live together. Mm-hmm. A sound engineer can do it quickly. They really know what they're doing. For us, it's always that bit more of a struggle. We also have to do everything individually. Um, really stupid stuff like um, changing tempo in a song is a nightmare for us. It's just impossible. We can barely, just basically not do that. And things like that, it's like that, that just wouldn't be an issue in a studio, but for us it's a major, major deal. And So there's, kind of, there's, there's pros and cons. We like it because we have full creative control at the end of the day. And... Also, we like to take the additional credits, you know. <laughs> um, so it, it's a bit, it's a bit mixed. It's, it's, um, it's also allowed us to use a lot of kind of virtual instruments as well, which is mm-hmm. has been important because there's only two of us. Uh, what were the musical influences for the song? Um, I, I think originally because I was trying to go for that kind of cheesy thing, I was um, trying to go for really, like really old, traditional kind of nineteen fifties rock and roll, uh, kind of Chuck Berry and that kind of thing, and. Um, I think I actually did do an original version which v- was very uh, was very like that. It was a very fifties rock and roll bluesy kind of thing, and um, it it didn't I actually wasn't cheesy enough. I actually sounded a bit too uh, too elegant. It was uh, <laughs> it's too good a song, so I then kind of made it more punk to make it sound cheesier. Not that I think punk is in its sort of self cheesy. It just it made this song sound cheesy. So. I guess it's the Sex it's a Sex Pistols version of Chuck Berry. <laughs> okay, that's great. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you later.